Hi, and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where we bring you spoiler-free recommendations for your next romantic read. I'm Amy. And I am Kim. And this week we are talking about Persuasion by Jane Austen. Well remembered. This is the first one where you've remembered author and title. It's Jane Austen. <laughs> Very true. So I get to do the spoiler-free plot you summary. You absolutely this must. Week. Yes, okay. go. So some of you might be familiar with the plot of Persuasion. I know that there's been a modern Persuasion TV movie that's come out in the past few months. Really? Yep. There you go. Yep. Can't say the reviews have been great, but anyway. Uh- so we have a main character from whose perspective the story is told, Anne Elliot. Anne Elliot is now 28. When she, 10 years previous, when she was younger, she was engaged to be married to a young Navy private, like really low ranks in the Navy guy, Frederick Wentworth. But because he didn't have many Great prospects name. and he wasn't, he was just like essentially not very posh, she was persuaded by a bunch of people, friends of the family, to not marry him. So she broke off her engagement. Her mum is gone and her dad and her older sister are very, they very much have heirs. So they're very, they feel that they are very, very important in society. They feel they're much more important than they are. Exactly. And the book actually opens talking about how much her father, Sir Walter Elliot, looks at the page in the who's who. Yes. About himself. Yes. So- Basically, she's persuaded to break off this engagement because Frederick Wentworth is considered beneath her. Ineligible. So we flash forward 10 years' time. She's on the shelf. She's very much on the shelf. Her father has mismanaged the family estates. They have to put the family estate up for rent, Mm -hmm. and it's getting rented by an old Army Navy admiral. And they are moving to, to Bath. Bath, but Anne is going to be a spinster sister to her married sister in the next county. So Anne learns that the admiral who's renting their estate is actually the brother-in-law of Frederick Wentworth. And yes. Frederick is now Captain Wentworth and has had quite a glorious naval career and is now quite wealthy. So suddenly he becomes someone she can't avoid because he's now going to be visiting the neighbourhood. Her sister doesn't live too far away. That's awkward. And suddenly everyone now thinks that he's a really good marriage prospect. Yes. No one really knows that she was engaged to marry him and that it was broken off. Yeah, no, they kept it all very quiet. He comes back. He sees her. She's no longer as beautiful as she once was. But more importantly, he's actually really hurt by the fact that she was, in his view, Yes, yeah, super know, her, easily persuaded yeah, to not her, love him anymore. Her love was less... She was more biddable than her love was strong. Yeah, absolutely. So he's and also it's a bit of a judgment, like it's a, like, as though she agrees with those people who persuaded that he her isn't not. good enough yeah. for her. And now all of a sudden he is because money is all that matters, right? So that's the premise of the novel. And ask me. Oh, now Kimberly gets to. I get to go first. So Kimberly, yes. Would you recommend Persuasion? Okay, look, I'm gonna level with you. Do it. Nothing if not honest. I have tried to read this book. I tried to read it. I love the premise. I love, like, you just gave a spoiler-free recap. Love it. I'm quite familiar with the storyline. I like it as an idea. I have seen movie versions and been like, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, I enjoyed it. So I went to read the book. I tried to listen to an audio version Mm -hmm. of the book. And 
I can't because I find Jane Austen really, really cumbersome to read. Mm. I find she has too many characters. I think she uses 570 million words to say something that you could say, that Georgette Hayer would say in 20 words. And because of that lack of succinctness, I just find her work really dense. And that's a pretty, like, that's a pretty detailed plot summary that you've given. But Persuasion, while it is her shortest book, apparently, is that true? One of the shortest. One of the shortest. I still find it takes 20 chapters to even get them to rent their house to the naval officer. And I just don't find them easy to get through. So I guess that makes my recommendation really complicated because story-wise, it's great. And if you could read an abridged version... Maybe they're good. So yours would be you You don't like Jane Austen's writing style. You'd like the story. You would recommend watching the BBC film that has Sally Hawkins and Rupert Penry Jones in it, but yeah. not the book. Okay. But I just didn't – I wouldn't read the book. And I don't like Jane Austen and I don't read her other books. And so, yeah, I'm sure that someone's going to lynch me or something. Please don't be mean We've, on our well, Twitter or in the comment sections. I, I am a nice person. I just don't like Jane Austen. But we've talked about this before. You like Jane Austen's stories. Yeah, I just don't you like don't her like style her, of writing. You don't like things that are written in what you view as archaic language. Yeah. And what's happened over the past 250 years is the language has become streamlined to the yes. point that Georgette Heyer could wield it with alarm and yeah, absolutely. fabulousness. And I think Jane Austen creates good characters and she understood relationships beautifully mm. and they are – and so all of the sort of Austenian, I guess, that mythos that exists around her characters and stuff, I, I really like that and I like things that are written today that are extensions of her stories or reimaginings or interpretation, etc. I just don't like her writing. So, right. no, I would not read the book, nor would I recommend other people read the book. What about you? I really like this book. I think it's – I would recommend it, but I think the fundamental difference is I like Jane Austen. I don't yeah. find the language a barrier and I'm perfectly happy to on a Sunday afternoon to sort slog of slog your way through meander meander <laughs> through it the chapters are relatively That's short beautiful. there are lots of chapters mm. but they're short and I do actually enjoy the language that Jane Austen uses and yeah it is I agree it is it is dense if you're not familiar with it and yeah. it's very different language in terms of syntax and punctuation and conciseness from how we would write today but persuasion is what I really like about it is that it's not a story about debutantes. It's not a story about young people. It's a maturer. A more mature, perhaps. It's a more mature, thank you, story about two people essentially self-reflecting and yeah. coming to realise what they actually The obstacle feels value. so real, doesn't it? The obstacle yeah. feels so real because it's almost having to, in the same kind of context as Pride and Prejudice, which is why these stories endure and which is why they are great stories, and I would recommend the story if not the book itself. Yeah, I get what you mean. Is that that sense of that they are, it's so real, like that it's a deep hurt. It's the hurt we do to each other because we made a stupid impulsive decision as a mm. young kid or because yeah. we cared more about what other people people thought of us than your feelings and and it's those kind of choices that you make that you have to overcome and in that sense of forgiveness I guess and moving forward and that's what this book is and that's Mm. what I it it is a it's a mature novel it the conflict within it feels very realistic and when it's the ways in which that it eventually is resolved are also I think quite sweet 
and beautiful. So if you do, if you have engaged with other Jane Austen stories in the past, like, and, and the language is something that you're okay with, I definitely read persuasion. But if you have found the bar- the language to be a barrier, then I would recommend maybe in this case, watching the film because the story is the quite The story beautiful. is gorgeous. It's really heartwarming. I just can't. I just struggle with Austen's language. Yeah. It feels like, I guess the problem for me as well is there are easier ways to access that story. Yeah, so why would you struggle through the language? Yeah. That's fair. It's fair. Uh, so, anyway, yes. Mm. Trash or treasure? Uh, it's tough. I would say I would say trash in that I don't go back and we'd watch like the book. It's this is a tough one for me to do. This the audio is too hard for me trash. to do. Okay. I'd say you. I, you this have is to a do different. It. I look, I treasure persuasion. I have this cute little small version of it that's about the size of one of those little Bibles they give you yeah. when the Samaritans come and visit. Oh, my goodness, the text would be tiny. But it's nice and it's a it's a shorter story and it's something that I have read a couple times in a particular mood. Yeah, okay. It's, it is a more, like, I find it quite, emotive isn't the right word, but it is a sort of an emotional moving. story. It's a moving story. So, yeah, I, I would put it in the, treasure category but you do have to be ready to get in like it's not every moment I'm ready to pick up an Austin yeah fair I think I feel like I am just not an Austin person and therefore could not be expected to weigh in it's tough for me to weigh in on Mm. this one but join us next week well we're not going to talk about an Austin next week so Kimberly might be able to weigh in a bit more participate no that's hurtful I do participate anyway and I was nice to try persuasion because I have tried Austin before and I can now put a pin under it and say I'm just not an Austin person I'm an Austin for TV person but not an Austin for in books. print or audiobook. New. Don't audiobook. It's no. not language that is designed to be no. read aloud. No, it was worse. It was better in the book, but it was still not great. Anyway, we will join us next week when we'll discuss something else and we'll give you another spoiler free recommendation for your next romantic read. And or until, not recommendation. Or not recommendation. <laughs> sometimes we slam books. Until then, happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.